Welcome back to the Sports and Entertainment Express podcast. It's episode 33. A lot to cover in sports and entertainment. As I'm your host, Ryan Prasad. You can listen to the podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Anchor, Google Podcasts, or other platforms as well. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast after you're done listening. Go follow the Facebook page of the Sports Entertainment Express, Twitter, Express underscore pod underscore, and Instagram at SE underscore express 20 or search up the sports and entertainment express let's get right into it nothing happening too much for the player signings and trades but in the nhl dave tippett was fired two weeks ago and then jay woodcroft comes in to replace him. A new coach for the Oilers, but it looks like, to me, this coaching change has helped the Oilers play better. We started an undefeated streak until the game against Minnesota this past week under Jay Woodcroft. Now, the thing is about this is that the Oilers finally bring up a coach who has had a lot of success with their AHL athlete team, the Bakersfield Condors, and his assistant coach with the San Jose Sharks from 2008 to 2015. But before that, he was a video coach for the Detroit Red Wings, 2005 to 2008. Then he was an assistant coach for the Oilers, 2015 to 2018. And then he head coached Bakersfield, 2018 to 2022. Now his record is quite, well, impressive. As you look at the Condors, where he's coached for 200 in nine games his first year as head coach with the team he got them to the second rounds of the playoffs and unfortunately they lost but back in to the 2020-21 season they won the championship and he has won around 60 percent in the around 60 65 percent in the four seasons he coached the Condors, which is impressive. I think this will help Edmonton get to where they need to be at and hopefully flip the page and get back into that playoff race. Let's get into some NFL. The Los Angeles Rams are the 2021 Super Bowl champs, and what a game they played against Cincinnati. Now, the television viewership for this year's Super Bowl increased by 6% from last year's Super Bowl between the Bucks and the Chiefs. There were 101.1 million television viewers for this year's Super Bowl. According to NBC's statistic, there was 11.2 million people who streamed the game and making a grand total of 112.3 million views with streaming and television combined. Now, everyone was talking about it, at least, and the Super Bowl halftime show was really good. I didn't watch 
um, the entire thing or even the game itself because I was at work. But I went onto YouTube and checked it out the day after, and it was an amazing halftime show for sure. Dr. Dre, Snoop Dogg, Eminem, Kendrick Lamar, and Mary J. Blige. Plus, a surprise appearance from 50 Cent. I mean, that was pretty cool having you know 50 Cent come bring in his own music from back in the day so it was really cool this halftime show gave you a look back for what these artists brought to the table from the early 2000s when they started in the business already have established themselves but want to go further into their career but this also opens the door for other hip-hop artists in the future to perform at the biggest stage in football i think it would be cool to have imagine dragons perform form at next year's Super Bowl halftime show in Arizona. That's my thought about it. Let's get into some MLB now. Donaldson to center and deep and Donaldson has tied the game with another home run. Yes, Josh Donaldson. Remember him? Former Toronto Blue Jay. Loves to connect for the home runs. And he now plays for the Minnesota Twins. But as I said, he likes to connect to home run. The embarrassment for the All-Star games these days are on Twitter. He says, baseball is the only legitimate All-Star game in sports. He also says, all the other sports besides hockey should stop having them. It's actually embarrassing to watch. Now, I think to myself, it's interesting enough that he puts hockey not in that category of boringness. Don't get me wrong. It's not boring. All-star games in basketball and hockey are not boring. They're exciting. The NFL is kind of tedious. I'm kind of on the fence on that, 50-50. But here's what I think about his tweet. I think completely disagree with him because the all-star games are supposed to be a time and a place for the athletes to have fun with the sport. Just to have some fun with it. These guys are not just on the ice rivals or enemies. They are also friends off the ice, off the field, off the basketball court, whatever it may be. So I just don't see the whole thing of scrapping the all-star games. And it also brings families and friends together to watch their favorite player just have fun fun and you know be themselves i don't see any harm in it at all as i said it's not just for fans it's also for themselves i wouldn't want to see any of the players get injured that's the big thing during the all-star game i wouldn't and i probably you wouldn't either but he said it out of spite maybe because the major league baseball and player association have not resolved on their agreement for the MLB season to go on. And they have until February 28th. That's only four days away. I think for what he said for his little rant on Twitter was absolute garbage. Let's get into some entertainment now. Now, being in the music industry is not easy. Many artists struggle to get where they are today after finding the right record label or music producer. But now many music artists are taking a stand to defend themselves for what actually happened in the past to them. 
Either it was rumors or allegations. When Britney Spears was going through her stuff with her family, who is now free from living the life she always wanted, many celebrities gave her so much support after the documentary came out. And one of them were Kesha, who filed a lawsuit against Dr. Luke of him accusing of emotional and sexual abuse. Now, according to Ben Abraham, who is a songwriter who co-wrote Ketch's song, Praying, Dr. Luke is still controlling her releases, and it's been eight years. But that's where social media kicked in, and seeing the hashtag free Kesha kind of wanted me to talk about this topic. Now, in February 2016, Kesha dealt with her first major setback, with which would allow her out of her recording contract with Sony Records and producer Dr. Luke. Even Dr. Luke even agreed to not work with her anymore. I think that's why some music artists go their separate ways with record labels. When their contract is up because they don't have the freedom to be their authentic self and having it to sound a particular way, they don't want to. And I think that's it, right? The, the, the whole thing about this is why does it have to be a certain way? There are many celebrities I've heard who have gone through this of the betrayal or the rumors, the allegations of what happens at the recording studios or with these record labels, with the music producers, it is unreal. It is hard to not think. I can only imagine how they can feel what the artist is going through. Why does record labels and producers got to be like this? Because they probably have the rights to hold on to the song or album, whatever it may be, and release it at a given time. Now, the artist who has created the music, wrote down the lyrics, sang the song, they also have a right. It's saying, I want to release this song or this album on this time, this date, and it doesn't happen. I wonder why. The artists, music producers, need to really let the music artists to have that freedom and at least have an agreement. It seems like, well, no, you can't do it because you're under us. You did a deal. You did a contract. And that's why it's very important to look at the small details in a contract because you don't know what will happen. Tom Brady, the guy who retired, who is the GOAT of the NFL, he is making a movie and starring in it as well, believe it or not. He will be producing and acting for the film. And the film is called 80 for Brady. That's kind of rhymy. Kind of makes me smile. Anyways, now this is you know, this is where he'll where he will play himself. There's some legendary actresses who will be alongside the ride for this journey. Lily Tomlins, Jane Fonda, Rita. Moreno and Sally Field. This movie is described as a road trip movie based on a true story. It's about four friends who take a life-changing trip to the 2017 Super Bowl to see Tom Brady play. Production for the movie is set to begin in the spring. I'm Vengeance. This is a powder keg. And Rizzer's the match. We're not so different. Yes, not so different at all. 
But the struggle is real still in Hollywood. When breaking in to Hollywood, when you are a child whose parents are already famous and it's not easy to follow up that expectation. There are also challenges that come with it, as you have probably heard of and witnessed, maybe. But that's how Zoe Kravitz feels when she tries to be her own self. And securing roles isn't easy as it looks. Kravitz opens up about feeling embarrassed about her famous last name when she was younger. As she got older growing up with this expectation of finding her true self because of the work she put in is something she loves to do. People think if you have famous parents or relatives in the business, it is easy to get in because of their last name or you're related to them or whatever the case may be. But I believe if you don't have any connections in the industry, then you would have to either build your own connections or you work on crafting your skills until someone in this world will notice you and hire you for the job or the role. Now she goes on saying she does feel privileged to be born into a Hollywood legacy. Zoe Kravitz even says getting her foot in the door was easy, but it is the talent that kept her in the room. Isn't that interesting? They always say to get your foot in the door, but even sometimes getting your foot into the door isn't as easy as it is. But your talent is what kept her in the room. If you have a talent of something, then it should be easy for the person to get the job. But sometimes it's not because whoever's hiring you, they'll be quite particular in a way to get the job. Now, she's Zoe Kravitz has established herself in the industry who deserves the space in the room. Her biggest role yet will be arriving next week on March 4th when she will play Catwoman in the Batman movie, which is the most anticipated movie for 2022 movie releases. That's all I got for you on episode 33. I want to thank you for listening to episode 33. And you can listen to this podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcast, or whichever platform you listen on. Remember to subscribe, share, and rate the podcast. And also follow, go follow the social media pages, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. I'll also have it all in the show notes. So go check it out and follow up as the content and the conversations will get more interesting.